What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And it's your girl, Mella G. With special guests, Dr. Michael. <laughs> and this is Conversate. Let's talk about it. All right, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna mess up. You know what? Yeah, I was gonna mess up. I was gonna mess up. I was gonna mess up. But I'm glad I'm there. Welcome, everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to have y'all. Yes. Glad to have y'all again. Another month to tune in. Right. Another happy coming. landing of the internet. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm gonna do the A like yeah, we did back right, in the old days. Right. I had the I had the I had the A face. You know, what I'm yeah, two or three, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, what I'm saying we're back here, buddy. You know, we're sliding in right before crimson up on your criminal tree, like uh, and good uh, person that like gifts would. Um, yeah, yeah, how you living, Melody? Oh, gosh, um, I've been living well. Uh, this past week, uh, was a very, very emotionally draining one but for a good purpose um this past friday our my job i work at ideal institute of technology up here in south jersey um, and we're giving the gift of opportunity away to local atlantic county residents where we're giving away a million dollars in tuition scholarship and also a hundred thousand dollars cash stipends to those who are looking to earn and complete their high school diploma there's oh. about 30,000 people, 30,000 residents here that don't have a high school diploma. And majority of those people are youth uh, between the ages of 16 and 24. And so our way of giving back this year is not a gift. It's not anything material. It's the gift of education and giving them the opportunity to be able to not just receive training, but get paid while doing it. Uh, so mm. we want to be able to give them a stipend, help. So the, the biggest thing too, and with the launch, is to be able to um, partner with a local organization that can help us eliminate some of the barriers that even you know prevent people from being able to actually um, you know complete their high school diploma. It could be financial, it can be transportation, the lack thereof. It can be you know this. We live in a lot of you know. There's a different. There's different reasons why people mental illness you know mental health different things like that uh you know special needs whatever the case may be um and then with just this pandemic a lot of people don't really um do well virtually and so even i think i mean i could be mistaken but i do feel like we're the only people that kind of still give that hands-on training and learning even on the high school diploma level um, and then we're not also like giving you five or seven different classes to juggle each day. We're giving you the opportunity to focus on one subject at a time. And as you you know feel confident in that subject, you're able to take the test, you get your high school diploma. And then now it's like now we're offering as well the opportunity for you to get trade certification. So mm. with the with a job. So and that's another reason why we're partnering with organizations to be able to give an employee contract that says something to the regards of once you finish this trade certification, this is going to be the job that you're going to enter into. And over the course of that, you know, certification and what you're learning, our job is not only to be able to help you learn that skill, but also be able to transition into the job that is being offered um, in whatever capacity that is, soft skills, 
you know, uh, corporate skills. Like we kind of call it corporate, like social, socio corporate skills. Cause a lot of people don't really know what to do or how to act in those type of spaces. So we're not just want to teach you in the skills, but kind of really prepare you for the space that you're entering into as well. So it's been really great to kind of like be a part of this, like this holiday season, but this is something that we've always been offering, you know, as a school, but we wanted to kind of package it to like, this is a gift that we're given this season, the gift of education, the gift of opportunity for you to be able to get paid while training and getting your high school diploma. So that's that's been my week. It's been very rewarding. It was tiresome, but it was like, it was worth something so much more. It's so much bigger than that. So I, I'm grateful to be a part of this movement. Mm, that sound good. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say free tuition. And I was just about to say, hey, Melly, you know, I like to enroll in your school. <laughs> you can't. It's not just yeah. diploma. I mean, we are giving that away, but I mean, you still can enroll. Like a lot of our classes are 100% online. So, you know, you still can get that trade certification, even if you don't live here. Well, I know that's just the opportunity that we want to give residents here because we know that. There's a lot of people. Thirty thousand people don't have a high school diploma, mm -hmm. like, mm. And, and that's one of the like one of the basic things that people look for on in a job. You know, having your high school diploma, and so that's why we're giving. That's why we're doing it for free. You know, you, you as yeah. a people, 45, 50, 60, doesn't matter. We have actually someone that's forty five right now enrolled in our free adult GED class. So it's like, and they've already passed one part of their test. So this is the, right. the, you know, this is the gift that we want to be able to give. Like, hey, we want to eliminate every barrier that we possibly can to help you get where you desire to be in life. So it's, it's hey, man. hey, that's good stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, you know, hey, man, I might have to look into that. No, <laughs> but uh, how you live, Dr. Michael? Yeah, we've... um. We've been trying to do this thing with the kids called, uh, we're just doing like 25 days of Christmas. Mm -hmm. So each night, like my wife planned it. She's the mastermind behind it. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to take credit, but every night, like we're doing something with them to just to celebrate, especially this year, I think like COVID mm -hmm. 2020, it's just, you know, we can't do everything like we normally would. Mm -hmm. So just wanting them to have like a good experience and, um, so we it's been fun like it's like different nights like we might watch a christmas movie like a classic you know we watch jingle jangle we like save that on purpose for december because it came out in november but like we saved it on purpose so like some nights are that some nights are making like rice krispie treats or whatever or you know sometimes we go out and do something of course like distance mass stuff all that but it's been nice um <clears throat> it's been it's been nice and like this week we intentionally like picked a couple you know families we adopted and mm -hmm. gifts so we did drop off for that today before this and so it's been nice like trying to sprinkle in some of it being fun for us some of it being giving back mm -hmm. but just like they, they're getting excited every day now like okay what's the thing we're going to do today and we don't tell them till it's like time but that's been it's been fun to see their eyes light up like normally we'll go you know check out lights once a week or something like that but we've been really like every day and a lot of it can be free it doesn't have to be expensive but you know it's 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 been nice so that's created some like good family time right now especially again with 2020 being what she's been to us so yeah it's it's yeah. Been nice for them that's awesome yeah yeah hmm 
How you live, Stephen Neal? <laughs> we, we we can't hear you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> story story of twenty twenty. That's the that should be the phrase of the year. Twenty twenty is you're muted. But anyway, um, so this year has been cool. Just um, our small group encouraged um. A daycare, um, uh, Misty and Avis, uh, their little baby Sarai goes to Grandma's finest daycare around the way from them. So we all decided to encourage them by um, getting them some uh, munchkins and juice and fruit, just something to show them that we appreciate what they do for the community. So, um, so we got that together this week. It happened on Wednesday. So, uh, and you know, and our ministry has been doing that for a lot of different uh, services throughout their individual communities. So fire stations, police stations, uh, you know, hospital workers, uh, teachers, stuff like that. So, um, so that was uh, real good to see uh, throughout the week that happening. Um, and then just the holiday stuff, like, you know, decorating this tree or whatever. Um, uh, you know, a friend wanted to get rid of a tree and we didn't have one. We couldn't find ours. You know what I mean? I, I put a bunch of stuff outside in the shed. So I was like, if it's there, then, you know, <laughs> that's over with. I'm not taking that thing out. I don't know what's out there. So. Um, <laughs> so I was like, all right, we scored a tree. So we just got some decorations yesterday and, you know, flocked it with some decorations, you know, so, uh, getting into the holiday spirit and it's a, you know, procrastination pays because, you know, it was 50% off all of those, uh, ornaments there. So, Let's go. you know, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do it after Thanksgiving now, you know, but it would cost twice as much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay, what flavor is that Capri Sun that you're sipping on, though? Right, exactly. Oh, it, uh, I'm getting it's like a fruit punch. Fruit punch. <laughs> yeah, I'm about, I'm about, I, I was looking at that, too. I said, do we have a Capri Sun it's right a Capri there? Sun, yes. I thought it was my favorite, fruit punch is fine, too. Hey, man. Pacific Cool is my favorite one, but they were out, so I had to get fruit uh, punch. That's the original right there. Oh, you know? boy. Yeah. Or shark bites. <laughs> Y'all, what y'all know about shark bites? <laughs> shark bites are amazing. Hey, man, but I'm gonna tell you, Gushers had got me so upset because when I first bit into a Gusher, I expected. What happened on TV on oh, the gosh, to be really? <laughs> I wanted to just out my mouth, and then or you want to turn into a bear? Your head to just turn yeah, into you know what I'm saying? I wanted, I want the whole gust of experience, and it didn't happen for me. I was so upset. I was just like, Grandma, you could take these back. I don't, I don't want no more gushes. These gushes have false advertised my whole. Man, I'm blown right now. I ain't get the juice. I ain't get the fruit head. None of that. (laughs) Well, how you living there, Jay? Living well. This week was a long week. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for the most part, um, 
just work been hectic, man. Like work been super hectic. Work been a little bit draining, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, but still, you know what I'm saying, having my mind focused on just the things I'm trying to complete, you know what I'm saying? School is an ongoing thing right now. Um kind of up in the air because I took a, took this semester off, you know what I'm saying, just to kind of I just didn't have the time for real. I didn't want to, but I, you know, I felt my, I felt my, I felt things slipping. So I was just like, man, let me just take time off and mm-hmm. recalibrate because I don't want to, I don't want to lose my position. You know what I'm saying? Just by not knowing that, okay, it's time to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you've worked or picked up a lot. It is the end of the year. Things are moving kind of different. And uh, I didn't have the time to put towards things that I need to put time tours and um so it was just you know long week you know i mean um but you know like any good long week i had a time to you know reset you know saying most times most of the time weekend i even most of my weekends i work harder than i do on on my weekdays Mm -hmm. but you know just had time to reset because we've been going you know i'm saying ever since you know thanksgiving and then I had went to Savannah to help my brother start his podcast. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then I went to my sister's house in Clarksville, Tennessee. Me and my wife went there. We kind of just been traveling the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. seeing family because, you know, we missed them, man. You know, been set up in the house for a while. And you, you miss your family, man. You miss seeing yeah. your loved ones. So you, you want to get out there and be able to, you know, touch, you know, everybody was with they hand sanitizers and stuff like that but it it was good and you know at the end of the day too you know um just like today me and my wife we we was telling each other we need to start back reading our books we used to read books together when we was dating we used to read books together you know what i'm saying we used to read books we read a couple chapters and we discuss them break them down even first we started out just reading relationship books we really do good reading relationship books because me and my wife we met each other we met each other we were very grown you know what i'm saying she was in her career i was in mine don't want to but we always like to share books because it, it helped us elaborate on our feelings or it helped us navigate our minds and stuff like that and it's like right now we're reading his his needs her needs uh we started that book when we were dating but it, that book got a little spicy <laughs> after after chapter two and i was just like no won't even read that book right now yeah, you know what i'm saying now. And making me tingle on the inside. I can't read that. You know what I'm saying? Don't need to know about those needs yet. But yeah, I don't need when we talking about that. We we, we right here at the we out here holding hands still. So um so we started back reading the book. We had we kind of left it up in the end, but you know, finally started back reading the man, and it, it started out real good because having we couldn't have had the conversation we had today. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> when we were dating, you know, six six years ago, six, seven right. years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that I'm glad to pick the book up and revisit it because it just it, it helps develop healthy conversations on how things are and give us perspective on where we want to go. And mm-hmm. sometimes you sometimes we we forget that things fall through the cracks and we don't actually say them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We just be thinking them, and then all yeah. of a sudden, you just like, man, that's because of what I told you that, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, now you're in a kerfuffle and got to put everything back together. I want to apologize to your uh, later side of the game, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, 
but yeah, it helps with accountability as well too. And I, I like that. I enjoy that about our relationship. I enjoy that about our marriage. I, I enjoy how open we are with each other and how we allow each other to bleed through in our relationship. Because it's like I tell people all the time, we were two single people before we got married. We had our you know own lives and we were living the way we wanted to live. Right. We came together. We brought those things into a relationship relationship sometimes you know um once you get in a relationship you start figuring out like oh this one's supposed to be in this you can't survive in a relationship with that you start moving things in and out but then eventually you know what i'm saying you come to the thing where oh these are the things that make us work and that's what you know um that's what we do when we read you know what i'm saying and i and i like that i like to see what don't change i like the fact that we notice the changes in each other. We don't expect each other to stay the same. We we know this growth and with growth, there's always change. Yeah. And you know, that's been my week. That's been the highlight of the end of my week. The, the long week, but you know, my mind, I I, I realized something about myself too. I, I like I like intimate conversations. I like mm-hmm. a deep conversation. If I don't have that deep conversation, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm loved, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. I don't feel like I, I'm getting close to the person that I'm supposed to, you know, be close to. So mm-hmm. when I had those conversations, we had those conversations with each other. I'd be like, man, I feel like I'm getting a hug in my mind. Is that, is that <laughs> one of your love languages, words of affirmation? I, yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like, oh, man, it's so good. I, I've been holding this in, I think. And then she, you know, she, how she feeling. and she get deep. And I was like, man, it's so good, man. <laughs> and, good. you know, sometimes it'd be deep. And then I'd be like, oh, man, that was a criticism right there. I ain't like that too much. It kind of scraped my brain. Like, like, but, you know, it's all a part of growth and relationship yeah, and yeah. love. Mm-hmm. If anybody ever been in love, they know what I'm talking about, or in love with their wives currently. Mella, you'll uh, get that one day. Yeah, I will. Yeah, one day. One day. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's how I'm living. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just uh, taking this time to mention that this entire episode has been brought to you by Samara's Special Sweets. Yeah. yeah we've been plugging them uh all week, at least, and probably beyond that, because they are some special, special cookies, Mella. Yes, very special cookies. Did you stop rubbing it in, <laughs> Mella. Mella. I have not Mella. gotten my cookies yet. Mella. If you are on here, so Mella, I, let me, I just let me tell you about them cookies tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know how much preserved it has in this mailbox van. <laughs> I'm so tired, right? You got your cookies, Steve. And you got your cookies, Darius. Y'all hey, man, I, I ate all my cookies. Yeah, mine were gone within 24 hours. Yo, let me tell you something. <laughs> I ate all my cookies. It's I was New just Jersey. like, hey. It's South Jersey at this point. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, the person <laughs> at the post office got a cup of hot chocolate and your cookies thanking you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's, no, okay. it's, it's, okay. it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Hey, whoever Pamela Little is, man, I, I thank you. Stop. <laughs> but you ain't getting these cookies. It's, it's, it's like the season two. So people just, like, I told them, I said, someone literally ripped through one of my cards that one of my best friends gave, like, sent me. 
And it wasn't even like a holiday season card. It was her thanking me because a, me and a bunch of us like got together and like did like a surprise like Zoom birthday party for her. So she sent out all these thank you cards. But before I could even open it, it was ripped on the side, like and it's been tampered with. Before he needed encouragement. He didn't like everything you've been. That is breaking the law. Whoever everything go to jail. Everything you've been getting sent has been encouragement to that postal worker, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that postal that postal worker been in that life, man. Whoever Pamela is, she don't know that she blessed it's okay. me. It's okay. I'm gonna have cookies with y'all. By, by not receiving her blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but Mill, when you said um, that it's in, it's South, it's in South Jersey now, that reminded me of like Hangover Two. It belongs to Bangkok now. Oh my god! Just ask. Just say, can I please have my cookies tomorrow? Just ask. Like, hey, if you out there, uh, where you at, Mill? If you out in Jersey right now, and you that poster worker. Uh, would you please send Mella the, the remainder? No, it ain't gonna be all them cookies. I don't send care. The I rest. want at least one. Just <laughs> <laughs> one, one peanut butter cookie. That's all I ask. <laughs> and the, and the peanut butter cookie was good. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm like, I'm a sucker, oh. but but you know, my favorite cookie in the world. Everybody that know me know I love a chocolate. I love a chocolate chip and pecan cookie. Oh, that was you my know favorite. what I'm saying. That was and let me tell you something. That one put a smile on my face. I said, I had a hard long day. I had just worked 16 hours. I bit that cookie. I said, huh. little bites of joy. I didn't share those with the kids. The kids, I shared some of the other ones, but those, ah, were, hey, those hey, were, I took them out the box and put them to the side. <laughs> I ain't all mine. You, you got to pay some bills to have these cookies. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> These are daddy cookies. Right. <laughs> Children cookies are the ones that you know. I, I got you know. These I, I love. I like these, but right. these the ones daddy really like. Liked, right, so. but these you're not touching. Right. I ate all a little bit of all of them, but yeah, because I like. I, I actually like the that ginger cookie, and I'm not a ginger oh, cookie person. I was person. about to say I'm not a ginger you know cookie, but that was my favorite one. That vegan ginger. Yeah. So I might be a, I might be a vegan in 2021 <laughs> off of that Instagram. Yo, oh that ginger cookie, I was just like, yo, I used to not like when my grandma gave me like ginger snaps. I used to be like, what in the world is this cookie? But when I ate that cookie, Samar, listen to me. I know you're on here. I see <laughs> that ginger cookie is something special. I'm gonna tell you yes. that right now. I don't it's even special. like ginger cookies, but I can take. 12 more of them as a chocolate chip. I'm gonna put my order in. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I'm gonna make mine and I'm gonna just come pick them up. I'm gonna be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm drive through, <laughs> go back. I will share one or two with my wife. You know what I'm saying? But she know I'm a cookie man and it's hard for me to come back with cookies for everybody. You well, know? she should make it into a cookie <laughs> man. Oh. Yes, yeah, so Samara special sweets, everyone. Yeah, Samara Swiss sweets. I will have them soon, and I will personally give you my feedback, which I'm sure that I'll enjoy them soon. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Or it'll be a note in the box, and the postal worker will be telling you how much he enjoyed your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a trip to Georgia, and I'll let you know when I'm coming. 
<laughs> oh, I, I got. I'm, I'm coming with money in hands tomorrow. I'm like, hey, here we go. Bye, bye, bye. Cookies. I need them right now. I got my money right here on deck. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, yeah. So, yes. Now that we've given our, you know, favorites of some of our special sweets, we'll have more on our title sponsor in a bit. So now let's get into the topics, though. And uh, first of all, this one is a conversation that gained. Uh, some traction here. Um, so a young lady applied to Spelman College. She got in. She yeah. was so excited. So excited. So excited. <laughs> uh, but this young woman happens to be white. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, so now social media is going to task, taking her to task. Um she said that she was genuinely excited, but then she realized that maybe, you know, her enthusiasm could be uh, interpreted as un, what am I, disingenuous, I guess, or, you know, not sensitive to the struggle of, you know, how HBCUs were founded in the first place. Yeah. I need some opinion on this. I really do. Mm -hmm. uh, I really do want to understand the consternation here. I think Darius J uh, shares my sentiments. Yes, because um, I did not get it. Because I was just like, uh, "Why y'all giving this lady all this grief?" Exactly. I was like this lady is like, I, I like how genuine did they want her to be? Or like, I I, I didn't understand that article. I was just like, the the environment that we're in now. Just it, I was like, people find something wrong with everything they uh see on the internet you know what i'm saying like every time somebody shows a little joy but that person ain't having joy they was like ah this person is oppressing me with their joy yeah. you know what i'm saying or this person is not serious about like man like she showed her she even talk, talked about the steps she took and even the people that she was uh in contact with through i guess through a mentorship program or something like that Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I forgot his name, Umoji or Umoja or something like that. And that, and you know, and those, you know, that was helping her through the process. And I mean, that she did everything she was supposed to do, like let her be happy about what she won't go to school. And then people were like, uh, she she just wanted to be like a person to say that uh, she had black friends. I'm like, what did she say that? She didn't say that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I was just like. I, did y'all read the post? That's all. That's all I wanted to say. I was like, it looked like to me they just went through the post and said, uh, "Spellman, uh, HBCU, Black Girl Magic." That's all they saw, and mm -hmm. I was just like, you didn't read how she was giving props to everything about that school. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm just yeah. like, she. I didn't see nothing wrong with her. I would have high five. I'm like, hey man, good job, girl. Come on down here in Atlanta. I tell you where to eat at down here. <laughs> and I and I think um a lot was sparked with just like you said, Darius, not so much reading the post and then being angry about it, but just the visuals. Yeah. The you know what I mean? You see this picture, you just you just see this picture, and then you just have emotions about it, and then you react. Uh yeah. the Atlanta Black Star broke this story, by the way. I just want to, you know, give props there. Yeah. But um but yeah, that's what I felt like. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. I, I I get it. I mean, there's there's probably some underlying things here, you know what I mean, that's going into reactions. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, 
I don't know, like, because somebody brought up the point of, well, if a black person got into Harvard, then there's really no, you know, celebration for them. You know what I mean? Compared I mean, to this, you know, but, you don't see somebody convulsing over getting into Harvard. I was like, first of all, you don't know that. I'd be pretty psyched to get into Harvard. That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. Uh, <laughs> and I'll make, make a video about it. I'd be very, yeah. like, boisterous about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at me. I got into Harvard, everybody. I am seriously happy. You know what I'm <laughs> Exactly. You know, yeah, that's like, right. and there are, there's videos of that everywhere of anyone, you know, college acceptances. Like that's, that's been a trend for a few years now. But I think the one thing I will say though, is I was I, like, as I read it and the article, I understood what a lot of the black women in particular were saying, as far as like her comparing her own mental health. Health. Yes. Right, to, yeah. To, the strife of being black in America. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with like, I almost transferred in undergrad. My wife went to an HBCU. She went to Wilberforce university and I really considered transferring at one point to the HBCU because like I even went to an interest meeting for Sigma at her campus, not realizing I couldn't pledge if I wasn't a student there. Like that's how much I was really looking at, at transferring. But I'll just say to me as a white person, if I'm going to take up space, I think overall, I think what she said to me wasn't but so wrong. But I do think that the comparison to mental health and also I can see, again, how some people said it almost seems a bit like a fetish with like black girl magic because it's like, but that's mm -hmm. not you. That's not what you're going to have. That's like, if is that the goal or is the education the goal? Is yeah. it like what like what is the outcome and what is the goal? So. I feel like for me, I, I get it. I honor and respect like the the feedback that I heard, even within the conversate group, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, overall though, I don't this doesn't seem to me though to be someone who's like malicious, who's gonna go up in there like, is she probably gonna say the wrong thing at some point and get slapped in the face? Possibly, yes. But yeah, but, but yeah, but is she like you know, I I don't think she's gonna go up in there though, like like doing but so much. I think she'll probably make typical mistakes that any of us make as we learn um, and expand beyond our comfort zone. So, all right, and I, I have, yeah, um, I, I have a question though. I have a question. Like, is this is the reaction quite the same if this was a white guy celebrating in this manner, getting into Morehouse? We celebrate that white kappa like there's no other. I don't even want to speak first as the only white person on the panel about this. <laughs> However, I will say we celebrate, we celebrate white guys that are in D9 orgs or that go to HBCUs. We do celebrate them. Yeah. Probably goes back to the the issues that can occur within the community as far as black men dating white women versus when it's a black woman dating a white man. Right. So like those are, those are handled differently. So mm -hmm. I would agree that how we handle a white guy going to an HBCU is definitely going to be a bit different. Difference. Yeah. And, and you notice that she has a spell house hoodie on. I mean, it's well, almost kind of tailors it to the anger uh -huh. that might be, you know, kind of bubbling under this reaction. Yeah. But I don't think any of the black women are stunting on her like that, though. I don't think they're bothered by her. I think it's more of know your place if you're going to come into our space. Yeah, know your gotcha. place. but that's all I'll say. 
Yeah, that's I mean, that's basically what I got from it. Like I'm not a Spelmanite or anything, but I we do have many sisters in our church that are Spelmanites, and I do have close friends who are Spelmanites as well. So, but I do feel like kind of like what Dr. Michael just said, it's just the the delivery in which because it's like her tone. You can't really tell a person's true tone through text, through any type of text. So we couldn't really truly know what her intentions was, but because of the climate of society and what we've just been going through over the past however many years, just as a black people and the experiences that we had. And then I just feel like this year and the pandemic has heightened a lot of those issues, not that they were never present or prevalent, they just, because everybody was on lockdown, everybody's pretty much on social media, everybody had a thought for whatever. It's just like, I just, I think what I would like to see is that we don't jump immediately to conclusions and before we ask questions for clarification. Like mm. what was your intentions? Because we can't truly tell what your tone was through the message. And I I'm, I feel like it was, it was sincere. Mm. I do feel like wording could have been different, but we never really know what her true tone was because she didn't say it, it wasn't a video. You know, it was just a picture. That was the imagery that we had along with this text. So you got this girl, she's sitting down by a lake. She has a Spellhouse hoodie, spell hoodie on, some Jordan, I think, ones. Yeah, I oh yeah, I saw them, them uh, black, those fat so, And it's like, you know, she could have, could have, and I think also too, with, that kind of goes towards stereotypes, right? So it's like, this, the Jordan, like, like, are you trying to say something like, that's what we wear. That's how we dress. You know, it's, it can be misinterpreted. I didn't think it take it that way, but there's just different interpretations that could have come about with that. And then you have these this essay, if you will, underneath her, her photo of just like, okay, this is my experience. This is the people who helped me. You know, I'm not discrediting this. You know, I had mental health issues too. I've experienced da 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 da. This that and the third. It's like, what are you comparing that to? Yeah. You know. So and that that's what really kind of like bothered me. I I was elated. Okay, you 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 accepted it to the Spellman. That's that's an achievement because Spellman ain't no um, cheap yeah. thing. It's not. No. It's very expensive. Um, so, but in in that, I can kind of see where the anger was stirred in the messaging. Mm -hmm. But we really truly can't tell what her true tone was, which is why she came back apologetic. You know and address the things that people pointed out but it's just like you know i just feel like in situations like this if we ask for clarification before we jump to conclusions we wouldn't have to have these discussions in this manner mm -hmm. that's, yeah that's just my, my thought because i'm all about the teachable moment you know what i'm saying like all right it's a time to be this is a time for everybody to learn lessons you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like and that's what i be about most of the times like hey man just don't come you know saying with the smoke just come and just like hey what did you what did you mean you know what i'm yeah. saying like or could you explain this you know what i'm saying i i, I feel like we would rather berate people mm. instead of you know what i'm saying like ask questions you know what i'm saying yeah. we, if our first thing is to just get out our frustration instead of saying oh let mm. me see understanding in this situation let me yeah. see exactly what they're saying instead of you know just starting off on high you know what I'm saying? Come even kill and ask the questions. And so, because uh, a lot of people with their questions, you can get clarity for a lot more people. And there have been a lot less comments if everybody had time enough to ask questions off. Yeah. Off rip. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she say, though, something like she, I don't want to put words in her mouth. So if I'm getting this wrong, I apologize up front. 
But didn't she say something like she was at her prior school and like watching the black student union or something like that, or some org or something at a bonfire. And that's when her friends like, you should go to an HBCU. Like that part to me kind of did sound like, what? like, are you admiring from afar? Like, do you have black friends? <laughs> do you know black culture? Did you grow up around? And I'm being for real. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, yeah, like I like the swag. I like the culture. I like what I see and I want to be a part. And like, and if so, okay, like if you did, if you did grow up around people, I don't feel like you would say that. Who, who were black? I, like I don't feel like you would say that. So I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. You did not. And if you didn't, I feel like there are much easier, more affordable ways to befriend black people and learn the plight of black people than transferring to an HBCU. Like mm -hmm. I feel like you can actually just go up to the black people that are in your world, that are at your church, that you work with, that you, that live in your neighborhood. And you could just be like, Hey, we've never really hung out. I just want to hang out. Like, and yeah, just make yeah, yeah. I, and again, I could be reading into it. So I do not want to put words. I'm not attacking her. Like, again, I think yeah. overall, like, it's probably okay. I think though, I do agree, Darius. I just think it's going to be like teachable moments. And this was one of her first major yeah. ones. It was very public. Yeah. public and yeah. if she can get through this, then she'll be okay. at spell. If anything, this is a good opportunity for the for the women at Spelman to see how she responds, so that when she gets on campus, they have a better idea. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I don't know. That's just my. I don't. I don't. That was that was one of the other things besides the mental health. Where when I read that part, I'm like, wait, what are you trying to say? What are you talking about? Um. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either, man. It's like everything. Like, but hey. Anyway, welcome to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You'll figure it out. <laughs> right. you, you go. Welcome to the letter with the players. <laughs> hey, you, 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 if you have any things that you need to learn, you will learn it you within learn your, it. your first semester will be very out. You will yeah. learn it. You know what I'm saying? With Clark, yeah. Because, yeah, Clark Spelman, you'll learn it. You know what I'm saying? I just say, hey, go in there, act like a, well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if people have that experience, <laughs> but I'll be like, act like you going into a neighborhood that you don't know nobody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, Coming there very cautious, coming there looking around, mind your P's and Q's. You know what I'm saying? Don't come in there thinking you know everything just because you got a little inside. You know what I'm saying? Like you know people that might have got you there, but you don't know the actual people there. So come in there and just learn, you yeah. know? Because yeah. that's what I do. Anywhere I go, that's what I walk in. I, I, I'm quiet. I'm looking around. I'm observing, seeing how people act. I'm just like, all right, I can't come in here with my usual tomfoolery. Mm -hmm. I, ha I have to be uh, cautious. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, best of luck to her. Uh, they didn't reveal, like, her specific name or whatever for obvious reasons, but, yeah. but good luck. But uh, we'll, we'll go over one more. Uh, topic here, which also got lots yeah, yeah. of traction. Oh. Can we talk? Can we talk? <laughs> can we talk? Do can do we know how to talk anymore when it comes to getting to know the opposite sex? Oh boy, do we know? Like you're, and I mentioned the screenwriting air, uh, angle here, Mella. Um, I just. Yeah. Don't you notice in these romantic comedies, <laughs> these conversations are trash. Trash. <laughs> people don't say these things. People who actually realistic. like each other. People <laughs> who actually like each other. Oh, what do you do? Oh, this is what mm. I do. Da 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 da. Ha ha ha. What? 
know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But I think it's starting to bleed over into real life. Like, you know, people are Netflix and chilling a little too much. And mm -hmm. now they talking. think they're not talking in actual <laughs> dates. Like, what do you think? Exactly. Because you're, you're, you're full of sin, for one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen. You know what I'm saying? So That's what, what's happening is that you, you're coming in, you're full of sin. You ain't got a lot of conversation, but you got a lot of sexual attraction. You know what I'm saying? That's the devil's playground. You know what I'm saying? Oh Netflix and chill. Oh, gosh. You need to be over there in the corner and reading a book called The Holy Bible, the good book. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Come on, Darius. <laughs> no, I did like her angle, though. Um, yes. And I love the way that she actually broke it down and gave examples of like, yeah, you know, what do you do for a living? No, say something more purposeful and intent with intent. And I say, and I'll say, as a person who has been exploring dating apps, I feel like I've been very direct with what I want to know because if we're here, we already know that okay, I like you, you like me, I'm attracted to you by your looks. So it's like now I got to take that stuff further to actually know if what i want and desire is aligned with what you want and desire and i'm not mm -hmm. like about to just play around and be like what do you what it, so so what are you here for you know and i think from there i'm i feel like i'm i'm pretty genuine and, and good with like intentional questions with like with purpose because if i know it's ultimately what i want to hear it, it'll come through like so for example i've had many different experiences just being in this space and there's people they're very direct they're like i want this i want this i want that but then i'm like realistic and like okay well how is that going to happen if this doesn't happen first so for example there was a guy that reached out to me he was like i want a wife i want this i want that i was like okay i said so let's be friends he was like well i don't want to start with that i want to get married i'm like well how does that happen if we don't have a friendship first and so like literally two minutes later he had blocked me but i was just like i'm asking you a very genuine question and then you became deflective and then kind of resorted so i think even even with what she was saying it's like people are trying to have intentional and purposeful conversations but if you're not willing to answer that and go there then what are you here for they, but i already know now i know what you're here for i i know i'm not dumb i'm an adult but still it's just like Yep. And what you said that you want, and I'm asking you very intentional, purposeful questions. Then why are you deflecting? Why don't I just answer? Yeah, he was there for the honey buns. <laughs> Not the honey buns. I'm so tired. <sighs> wow. 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 But no, I, honestly, but I do feel okay. Outside of that example, I do feel just just in general. I, I really fear for the Gen Z generation. I really fear, I feel like I'm somewhere in between. Like I'm a millennial, but I was raised by baby boomers and people like just very old school. So I kind of get that piece, but then also like we're living in a completely new time. So a lot of things are digital as far as like meeting people and stuff, COVID, you know, you're just being very precautionary, things like that. So it's kind of changed, but literally I just like, even when I look, look at my sister, right? Most of the people that she talked to is virtual. She don't really hang out with a lot of people, this, that, and the third. So I'm just even wondering what the world's gonna look like if we were for it and how that's gonna really affect genuine, intentional, purposeful, meaningful conversations that really pull out the 
the the realness of people to really to make a decision of this is what like if you want to spend the rest of your life with this person or not i feel like when you hide behind social media anyway you can create any profile you want that's why that's the main reason you got hackers you got catfish you got you can steal people's pictures and become a whole different person yeah so it's like even with even with that it's just like how do you truly have meaningful conversations when you when and first of all you feel like you're having meaningful conversations because you're texting you're mm -hmm. typing away you're dming whatever the case may be but when you get a person it's like yeah the sky is blue today yes it's really blue it's pretty yeah. and you're like there's no like purposeful conversation but as soon as y'all get back to texting a paragraph here a paragraph there and da, 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 da. Yeah. Why person why couldn't you tell yeah. me this in my face? I was pretty direct when I asked this, so why couldn't you say that? We're so. not socially trained, though. Like, <laughs> because, yeah. because we email and text and talk, like, you know, first of all, it gives time to think about a witty response, right? Mm -hmm. like how many uh, times yeah. do we, yeah. we, like, start typing and then delete? Like, oh, wait, uh, that's not yeah. what I'm going to say. But then on top of that, like, there's less pressure. Like, psychologically, it's like, I, I don't have to look at you. I don't have to see your immediate reaction. You're waiting though. You're like, okay, are they going to start typing? You wait for the little bubbles to show up, unless you're Team Android, in which case, this, I don't, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what happens. Yeah, anymore. I don't know what happened to your life, but, yeah. but, 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 but no, but like, but so there's that. But then when you get in person, you have to perform on the spot. And so if you're not trained in that, if you're not brought up in that, so it's almost like we have to intentionally like. It's almost like you can't parent somebody else if they haven't yeah. those skills. Mm -hmm. That lessens the dating pool. And then also, what do we need to do with our kids one day? Like, what's that going to be like? Right. Like, mm -hmm. I'm almost wondering, like, are they going to like virtual reality date or like? Right. Like, it's like, going to be like the like, kids. Like, you know what I'm like, saying? Walking around, this, like, like, what, <laughs> what is life going to look like? Right. Right. Like, what is life going to look like? And how do they, how, you know, how do you connect? Like, I, so. I, like, I, hey, I, dad, I met this guy on a game. <laughs> hey, look over in the corner. Oh, she must, oh, he must be on a date. Right. Like, 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 he, 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 like he looked like he's walking around. Right, right. <laughs> Let's go for a walk. He's, she's walking around the living room like three outside. Time. Outside. <laughs> like, got, hey, got the little Oculus uh, things on and just walking. you like, what in the, oh, okay, yeah. I got it. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That'll be so hilarious. Oh my gosh. Got the know. got the coordinates set for the wrong park and trip over an ottoman. Oh, oh at Central Park said, Oh my god, my bad. Right. I thought we were going to Piedmont. Right. <laughs> but yeah, oh man. God. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that's 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 the out <laughs> man. Like it's just like I tell people, like I ask questions, and that's one thing I. That's what made me like my wife. I didn't have to carry the whole conversation. I was just mm -hmm. like, "Oh, so you got stuff to say back?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I like you even more, and I just <laughs> met you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I like because most people you talk to, you like, I'm the only person asking questions. I'm the only person talking. And oh, then yeah. you'll be like, I know I'm asking questions that require yeah. more than a yes or no answer. Right. That was a huge turnoff for me. I was just like, nah, cuz uh I yeah, we can't talk no more. Or I, you'll run into somebody who's uh giving you a lot of feedback, but it's really about themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, you know man. I mean? They're not really getting to know you, they have no interest in you know 
what your hopes and dreams are. You know, Dude. they're just really trying to rattle off. All right, this is what qualifies me to date you. So what's up? Yep. Yep. Like you know, yep. and that goes on both sides too. You know, sometimes it's like that. Like, cause like I said, it's it's kind of training and conversation. You know what I mean? And you know, dating can be kind of a nerve wracking thing. So understandable. Yeah. You can have a plan. Yeah. You know, until you're hit with it in the face. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're hit with the situation in the face. Yeah. You know, and then you act different. But you know, it kind of takes like encouragement of real conversation for one. And then just practice too. And I think yeah. people kind of put a taboo on practicing dating. Mm. No, man, just take the stakes out of it. I feel like if, you know, like I've seen a lot of young single people in, you know, in the church, you know, if you take the ulterior motives out the game, like, you know, lust, sex, stuff like that, you know, you're going to feel something for somebody. But at the end of the day, if you're not just trying to trick them, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into an interaction, then yeah. you're asking genuine questions. That's yeah. part of real conversations. You know, yeah. and then if and the more you do it, well, yeah. you know, because now you don't have this alternative motive, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, we can hang out. You yeah. can right. hang out, and then you're when that special someone comes along, you are already trained to ask purposeful questions right exactly but see i don't think that a lot of people know what purposeful questions look like they don't which which right. which goes to the point of even in the questions that she asked her post like is this typical questions you ask like your friend how are you doing today you know yeah. how's it going and then i know for a fact like i know for me like i had to start telling some of my friends especially when like the early like the in the early stages of like the pandemic when they asked me how it's going i said you need to be more specific because there's a lot of stuff that's going on and i can't i don't know where to start like yeah. i just moved into a new state started a new <laughs> job and, then, and literally a month later i yeah. you know i it was a pandemic everything shut down so i had to i was already transitioning to that new job into that new space and then also trying to find a church, trying to do this, trying to do that. All these different things, which was cool because I, the world was open. I was like, I had time, right? But no, like when the world shut down, it's like, okay, what am I going to focus on first? Okay, the most important thing is my job. Now I'm working from home as opposed to in the office. So what does that look like each day and motivating myself to get up each morning? Then what's going on in the world is the, all this, you know, like that outbreak of racism, people getting shot left and right, you know, um, Floyd, you know, it's just, it was a, it was a lot going on. It was a lot to process, a lot to take in. Everybody had their own thoughts and opinions. So when you ask me how it's going, yeah. I'm like, do you not see what's going on in the yeah. world? Yeah. Like, I feel a little what you're feeling right, right now. So, but I need you to be more specific. When you're asking me how it's going, say, how is it going with mm -hmm. this? So that I can like compartmentalize what am I going to talk about? Because it's when you ask me that question, it's overwhelming. Um, but then not, not people don't know how to say that. They're just like, they'll just be, I'm okay. You're not okay. But instead of being able to actually get open about what it is, because nobody's asking direct intentional questions, you're just, you're just left in the open. Like, well, I'm doing okay. I'm doing well. What is what, what is that? <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, so I just think that, I mean, a lot of people don't really know what purposeful or intentional 
questions are, but I think that stems from they don't even know what they want or they're looking for. Right, right, right. It's exploratory. Yeah. Mm. And I think like, you know, in journalism, they call those open-ended questions. Mm. Right. Okay. Ask a question that can have a varied response and that doesn't peg someone into a yes or no or a specific response. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but again, I think we're just kind of discouraged uh, maybe in a lot of interactions because, well, what if they lay it on me that they're having a terrible day and they give me all these details and I'm completely ineffectual? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, the chances of that happening aren't as much as you think. Mm-hmm. And it's very beneficial, even if they're kind of just rattling these things off to someone to listen, someone to give some kind of feedback. It goes way further than just like, kind of giving them surface questions so you can get surface and answers back. Yeah. And so that we can all kind of just check off this box that we've had this uh, interaction, you know, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're dating. So now we get on date number one, date number two, date number three, you know what I mean? Right. Go ahead. So what's this like, cause the way that I read it, it was more of like for women as opposed to men. <laughs> right. Like, as as so Tora. Like, yeah, it was more of like, (laughs) well, I mean, I I get it. It's her audience, right? So now I'm interested in like, well, what is it on the men's part? Like, Same. Same. I mean, because you get, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying because that was like the way that the article was written. I mean, of course, I mean, she's, you know, targeting more, that's her audience, women. Uh, But I'm interested in like the other side as well, because I get questions like that too from men, and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" Mm. So, what do you really, what do you really want? Mella, things. Mella, Mella, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Oh <laughs> my have, God! Jesus Christ! I'm not ready. You have, you have the not, you have the knowledge of knowing how to maneuver over people's. BS. I do. I'm, I'm talking about the audience. I know. I'm all right, well, all right, fellas. Audience. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> yeah, I about to say, uh, yeah. All right, fellas. You know what I mean? Y'all need to uh, be more like open-ended. Like, don't just ask surfacey questions. Like, most of the time when you ask the surfacey questions, man, people could read right into it. And to me, honestly, it seems disingenuous. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like if you just asking, like, hey, how are you? You know what I'm saying? I just be like. Are you just sending me this or asking me this just because, or you really care yeah. about how I'm feeling? Right, because yeah. it, it feels very generic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might as well be asking you up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. You up? Right, right. And I think, guys, too, like another big thing is um, most of us tend to be so uh, like task focused, like get to the, you know, get like fix it or get to the final decision that we have to not try to come up with solutions when we're talking with women. Mm. Like, so just at like, don't try to, if you are going to bring something up where it is like, Oh, you know, this was a rough day at work or da, 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 da. You don't need to fix it and give her advice on how to do better. So yeah. I think just, I, and I'll say that one more time. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, like you don't have to fix it. And that's not just for dating. In fact, you probably do it less when you're first dating more when you've been dating for like, you know, two months. Yeah. But that even goes for husbands because we can, you know, you try to fix everything and it's like, that's a whole grown woman. Otherwise you'd be a pedophile. So why are you trying to fix her problems True. when she's capable and competent? Mm-hmm. But I would also say like, um, cause you had brought up like, 
like if, if they ask like uh, let's say like a, a flatter question like how are you and you're like well i'm complex like there's so much going on right now for men to know or for you to know if if that happens to like like if you did say like well as far as what like there's so much going on to say well what's at the top of your mind like he doesn't have to figure you know like he's right. not going to know what's going on in your head and vice versa right right exactly so saying like well what do you want to talk about like what's it like there's probably 20 things i could think of within two minutes to talk about right now mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i need to talk about all of them so what are the one or two that's pressing yeah but I, and I agree completely with stevie like ask the open-ended questions just do follow-ups like okay tell me more about that or yeah. how did that make you feel mm-hmm. or what, what else have you tried or what do you think your next move is going to be and then know when to pivot the conversation. If it's getting negative, if it's getting heavy, mm-hmm. like, okay, let's let's hit up something else. But just just be present. Like, I think you can tell when, any, Darius said this, but you can tell when anybody is disingenuous and not paying attention. So if I'm just asking you to ask you, because really I'm trying to get the honey buns, we'll use that term. <laughs> you're you're going to know that and you know this ain't it. Yeah. But if I genuinely care, like, I don't know, I think my biggest thing, and all that is, I think people need to be friends. Before yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Thank like, you. Oh my thank God. You for saying that. Like when yeah. you're genuinely friends with somebody, it's he's gonna, come back. Like, he's come yeah, back. Yeah. Like, like when you're, be- and it's best friends in a different way, right? Like I've got yeah. my and we do different things. We talk about God differently. We talk about work and all, you know, all that. But with my wife, like, it, like we're best friends. So we can yeah. talk, top it up about so many, about politics, about music, about art, about whatever. Not just what color do we want to paint our master bedroom this month, you know? Yeah. Like, we can yeah. talk about so many other things. But it's because we genuinely, like, we click, we connect. So if it's there, it's there. If it's not, like, I'm yeah. the flavor, like, be friends, go on coffee dates, get to know yeah. people. Before. Right. But otherwise, if it ain't there... Like I'm not talking about just chemistry, but like if it if it's not a match again, you can't be their parent and try yes. to the mold. So oh, let them go and keep it keep it moving. Otherwise, you're gonna he's be talking dead. to somebody on this live right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, oh. but and that's and that that's all good, man. Because that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, man, like people want to skip over friendship first all the time. And I, 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 I tell people, all the, I don't mm. understand that. I'm like, how are you going to say you're going to be in a relationship with somebody that you don't even we have a friendship with? We ain't even friends with them. That's the part. Yeah. Yeah. When you're old or what if like, God forbid, you know, we don't like thinking about this, but what if they become amputated later? What, yeah. if, what if they're disabled? What if like, what, what if something happens in mm-hmm. the marriage and it's not just the physical, like they're yeah. something deeper that because my my plan is to be 85 and old and so none of that's going to matter as much at that point it's going to be yeah. about the memories the connection yeah. yeah yeah so you gotta you gotta to me you gotta shop for that and if anything like that makes intimacy better that makes yeah like the physical like the physical is either going to be there or it's not right yeah but it makes it even better when it's like you feel safe you feel secure both ways like you feel like they've got your back you can trust them like you know they're not lying to you. You know it's not a game. Like it's it's genuine. Like that that yeah. you can't you can't buy that. So mm-hmm. nah, you can't you yeah. can't buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, y'all need to get out here and start dating your friends, man. Become start, friends. Become Why? friends, and then date your friends when the when the opportunity presents itself. Stop exactly. stop telling that friend. And I'm not. And I'm not just. Saying this from the men's perspective, like women, like yeah. everybody, oh, yeah. stop being like, oh, when your friends is just like, 
well, hey, you guys have been friends for a long time, and y'all know y'all feeling each other, and you be like, nah, she's the homie, or nah, he's the homie. I can't do that. I you can't. Know, well, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? What's the difference? Why not? What's that? Why not? Some of you are I'm so sick of it. Someone's going to go date their best friend tonight. Someone's going to go. I claim it, amen. I claim it for that person out there in the universe that just heard that. Grab your best friend up. Take across that threshold from friendship to relationship. And I hope that on that journey, you find your way across the ring and you put that ring on that best friend and you take her across the bridal uh, gates and bring her into a, a threshold. Yeah, the threshold and bring her into your house and live together and have a bunch of little babies and stuff like that. He'll be just looking at your good friend like, man, she care about me and she listen to me and, and we have such a good time with each other. But that's my homie. If you're saying yeah. that out there tonight, don't <laughs> expect that girl up. <laughs> man, Let me man. tell you something. No, I never really understood that, though. It's just like, you say you want, like, I've had, like, brother friendships in the church. Right. And I feel like there's, well, there's been, like, some that's just, like, genuine friends. Like, just yeah. strictly that. But then there's just like in those friendships is like, oh, this person is my best friend. It's like, but did you say that you wanted to marry your best friend? So why not try to pursue her? But it's almost like we think that if we don't pursue sexuality at the jump, Mm. we have a hard time maybe incorporating that later because especially I think compartmentalize and say, okay, because that's the homie, like we're not we're not trying to get with her like that. It's like a little sister or whatever. So we compartmentalize so that we can be friends because it's almost as if we can only build relationships if there's no sex. But if there's sex, then it gets harder to build a relationship. The goal is not relationship, it's sex. So Mm. you've got to be able to let that go and say, okay, I can be friends with someone of the opposite gender and have appropriate boundaries, all that. Like if you know you can't go out alone at certain times or certain places with someone of the opposite sex without being tempted, then like no, no, know all that. That's then know fine. that. Yeah, exactly. know, know that and operate. But it doesn't mean that you can't get to know somebody and then later be like, wait, I think that might be the, the one, the person. And, yeah. and then, so, so don't be afraid to. And I would even go so far as to say, it can probably be hard once you maybe turn that on and go, oh, I think I might want to be with this person to turn it off if it doesn't work out. Yeah. But if you were friends first, there should be enough respect to there have communication be. so that if it's not working, it's like, okay, you know what? Like we, I think just friends. And if it ruins the friendship, it might ruin it, but that's a risk that you take. Like there's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But see, that and, and, and what you said with that is just like, that really proves the strength of that friendship. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. If you're saying that this person is your best friend, I yeah. mean, aside of all sexual stuff, this right. is what you're saying. This is a person that you trust. This is a person mm-hmm. that you've shared certain things with that you really haven't mostly shared yeah. with people or whatever the case may be, whatever you describe, whatever you feel like makes that person your best friend. Why is it so hard to have that direct conversation? Right. As that- opposed to that be the end all be all of like your friendship. But if your friendship is strong, then it should be like a, just a, a adult conversation. Yeah. In this way, I feel like we should continue a friendship, or it could be the other thing. And it's like it should Dang. be no hard. It should be no hard feelings. Yeah. But then, because that, that's how I like look at things. 
Cause I was just like, man, I I knew my boundaries. I started learning them, and and, and once I recognized I liked my wife like that, I knew I turned into a little he gremlin after nine o'clock. Especially as I got to go, cause she lived by herself. I had roommates. Oh, yeah. oh really? you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and she had a big old yeah. tree. It used to make this nice scenery on the outside, and the little street light looked like a little. See, now you been plotting it, plotting it out like that. So yeah, you. Made I didn't right plot it out like that. I just took a home <laughs> and saw it, and I was just yeah. like, "This wow. is real romantic." I could do. Exactly. This thing real romantical. So you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, I think the next time we go on a date, you come meet me at my apartment. Uh-huh. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? With my four roommates. Exactly. With my four so roommates. They can see. Yeah. They can see me seeing you and watch me come in the house. Exactly. I had to protect myself. <laughs> but yes. Uh so it was a good conversation. I guess uh, Mel is gonna change her name in this conversation to Mella Ringwald. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. So uh, we're about to get into the interview portion <laughs> of the program. But before we do that, just more information about our sponsors. So 16-year-old entrepreneur Samara is providing families with irresistible chemical-free treats that makes sharing impossible. Uh, so there's gift cards available, uh, whether it's a birthday or a holiday, like what's coming up. Uh, this is the perfect gift for your loved ones. Check out Samara's vegan offers, vegan offerings as well. You got vegan chocolate chip, vegan cranberry, and Samara's new vegan ginger flavor, my new favorite. It's good, y'all. It's good. It's good. It's legendary. So Stop talking about it. <laughs> but one more thing. One more thing. In the spirit of collaboration over competition, Samar has teamed up with 16-year-old entrepreneur um, Shy LaChef with a special treat uh, that's sure to spice up your life as they offer you uh, Samar's dis- delicious vegan ginger cookies and Shyla Chef's refreshing ginger lemonade. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Ginger fied. So, yes. Come on, ginger fied. Had to, had to <laughs> get that in there. So, so, that's... so, so ginger fied. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember so... that song by the Brett. Never mind. <laughs> so, yes. So, that's offered on the side as well. Some our special sweets. It's a combination. You get. A nice jug of ginger lemonade and the ginger cookies. I think that's the thing I'm going to do now that I've uh, talked about it. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a really good idea. Man, that ginger was sensational. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. And now Kanichi wants ginger snaps. So I'm just gonna Hey, sis, <laughs> sis, Kanichi, yeah. sister, my sister. Go get some of them small sweets, man. I'm telling them cookies. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like hot, cold on some meat. Yep. But. I think it's what Samara's special sweets.com. Yes, yeah. just like that. Yep. yep. Go go to yep. the website, order there, get them delivered. Yeah, mm-hmm. get them delivered. I'm telling not you, they, Jersey, they're know, but not in Jersey. Not, not in the hey, <laughs> de- I'm telling you. And the postman <laughs> got to your stuff, man. They I'm got delivered. They got delivered. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm gonna show a, I'll post a picture in the group just to let you know. That oh, they got delivered. I'm telling you, yo. I'm telling you, that post the post office guy is in there like <laughs> 
Pam, who, who is this Pamela Little? She get a lot of good stuff in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for being the title sponsor for this episode. Um, we really wanted to put your business out there, so we did that. Uh, and uh, that yeah, was great. Man, that was thank been you for fun. sharing your treats with us. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate the yeah. treats. You got the personal delivery. I appreciate everything y'all did. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, it was delicious. Thank y'all. And shout out to that young entrepreneur. That's, that's yeah, amazing. A 16 year old out there doing it. Like that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, so now, Doctor Tatanetti, um, <laughs> all formal. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get there at least once. At least once. <laughs> so. Um, you have your own business yeah. that uh, consults in the pricing sector, the pricing industry. How did you first become aware of this industry? If you can give people some background of it, and then how did you become aware of it? Yeah, so I stumbled into it. It wasn't anything I was planning on doing. My background is very much uh, eclectic from pricing. I went to seminary, went to Bible college, all that, so wasn't trained at all in that kind of area. Um, and then, uh, basically through my work, um, became acquainted with the pricing field and the certification that's out there for it and just enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoyed learning more about it. And so decided to get certified, um, in in like the psychology of pricing and sales and negotiations and marketing, everything that kind of touches how you set price. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of fell into it. It wasn't at all like like this is something I'm passionate about and I want to go for. It was just an opportunity that came up at the right time. Um, mm. But then the types of clients that I work with are ones that I'm passionate about, which tend to be nonprofits. Mm. So I work a lot with nonprofits, with associations, chambers, et cetera, um, on how they're pricing. So that's kind of my, my how the passion can help marry with the technical skill that I have. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mm. Okay, so uh, you spoke about your um, education, your background. Um, so it's on basically all three levels. It's seminary, yeah. but how has that informed your business and even you know your life? Oh uh, well, I would start with my life. I mean that that was I started Bible college after I got uh, saved, which was an undergrad. So it was my. Uh, sophomore year, top of my sophomore year of college mm-hmm. and decided to transfer, not to Spelman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> although that was around the time I was thinking about Hilarious. Wilberforce. That was the time I was thinking about Wilberforce. But uh, uh, but I decided to transfer to Bible college and I just wanted to learn more, felt called to do that. Um, and then, I mean, like I've done ministry, I've worked in ministry, I've worked at some churches, you know, some schools, nonprofits, all that. Um, so, I mean, I've done work that's been related to my degrees as well, but in my personal life, I just, oh, I've known since like junior high that I wanted to get my doctorate. That's always been a goal of mine. Um, I didn't know in what, I didn't know what path I'd be on. Um, so for me, once I started Bible college, it was easy to roll into seminary. And then it was just like, okay, you're already here. Just finish up that doctor of ministry. Um, cause seminary is some years and time, you know, that's, that's a, yeah. that's a long program. So by the time you finish that, it's like, oh, I can get my doctorate, like just finish it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but business wise, I think what's been really great to me about going to seminary and some of my friends that have gone to seminary too, 
is I think we're really great leaders in whatever work environment or place we're in because mm. we get servant leadership. You know, uh, we get people, we get communication, we practice preaching a lot. So you've got to make clear points in a succinct manner. You know, we research a lot, we write a lot of papers, so our writing skills are good. So I think going to seminary, even if you don't plan on being in the pulpit, is not always a, a bad thing. Like, I, I think mm. I actually love the education that I got. Um, yeah. I think it helps a lot as a parent, as a spouse. You know, I, I feel like I know a decent amount. I've read a lot of books, as you can see. But, <laughs> You know, but I think I think that it it makes you a good leader. So some of my friends as well that went to seminary that aren't in like a church environment that aren't preaching every Sunday, you know, they're great leaders though in maybe a corporate setting or in a nonprofit setting. Mm. So I think that's I think that's been a really cool thing. So I wouldn't write off seminary even if you don't necessarily feel called to the pulpit. But if you feel yeah. called to seminary, like I think that there are some really great transferable skills. Mm -hmm. that's, that's interesting you said that because I never heard anybody say it like that like seminary is good and it could transfer into several other things like yeah. in corporate in a corporate manner you know what I'm yeah. saying like yeah. and just to hear you say that I was like ah, yeah, I can see how that does that you know what I'm saying I'm just yeah. like it, it does make sense you know what I'm yeah. saying like yeah. you're getting you it's, it's almost like you're getting the best of Toastmasters you know what right. I'm saying and, right. and, and, and different leadership skills in order to be able to be present you know what i'm saying yes. and be able yeah. to organize better organized to be able to handle things that come in a corporate setting absolutely yeah emotional intelligence all yeah yeah like, yeah all i think all of that yeah i think that the skills that you get are really really solid so yeah 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 yeah, yeah i love it all right, I got a question for you too. Is like in in the business setting, you know what I'm saying? Why is it important for businesses or people in general to know the importance of pricing? So I think it's more for the business than for the customer. Because when a customer yeah. thinks of price, right? So like if you if you think of going to buy whatever a, a a coffee, a phone, a car, you're you're thinking about is it a bargain usually or what's the value versus the price? Mm -hmm. So I think that for customers, it's more about positioning it in a sound psychological manner. Um, but for companies, pricing really is like the biggest profit lever. Like typically, like the simple way I can describe it is, let's say, uh, let's say you're selling something for a hundred bucks and your profit, that doesn't mean that's all profit, right? So your profit yeah. margin might be 30%. So you're spending 70 bucks to make and sell and everything you've got to do, but your profit's 30 bucks. If yeah. you raise your price by even a dollar, I mean, that's that's a significant, you know, increase in yeah. your profit. So um, but for your your shoppers, that's only a one percent increase where you might be, you know, increasing your price by a good amount. And most profit margins aren't even 30 percent. They're smaller than that. They're 10, 20 percent. So, you know, a small two, five percent price increase has a huge impact on your bottom line. But you've got to know how to do it. So you can't just go, I'm going to raise the price. You've got to, uh, there's market research that goes into it, testing your audience. Um, you've got to know the right value propositions. Why should they buy it at this, you know, uh, price that might be higher? What have you added? You know, Netflix keeps raising our price by about a dollar every year. Right. Um, yeah. Year and a half. So it's like they're boosting their bottom line. But even Disney just announced it's going up by a buck uh, in March. And it hasn't yeah. been a year that Disney Plus has been out. Right. But all of that, those would be pricing people that are making yeah. decisions, that are figuring out how you position it. So for me, um, it's it's a great way to increase profitability without having to cut. Most people think cut costs, 
you know, or, or whatever. discount. Discounting is not your friend. You don't want to do it that much. So mm. pricing to me teaches a lot of the financial sustainability. And, and again, that goes back to why it's important to me, because when I'm working with nonprofits, um, to me, every penny counts mm. and I want the money yeah. to go right back into their mission. So the more that they can have without being greedy, the mm. more work they can do. So it's an important yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so I think to that, oh, sorry. Go so, ahead, man. So I, I was going to say, so what do you feel like, are, like ultimately, what are the factors that you have to determine to whether to raise it or even lower it? For that yeah. Matter. yeah i mean i wouldn't lower it unless your business is doing bad like that yeah. then then that might mean pricing is off among other things mm -hmm. it might be the thing but as far as raising it um i think that when you raise it, it it's a lot about communication so again talking about seminary and transferable skills but right. it's about communication how you're packaging it um and to me it's always about adding in value you have to be able to communicate either you're getting this additional thing or Historically, we've added all of this. So now we're raising the price to continue to do that kind of great work. Mm -hmm. So so it might be like Netflix isn't going to say right now, like, well, we brought you Jingle Jangle or <laughs> like, like, like we were excited when the UPN lineup was girlfriends and all that all over again. But they're not going to say because of that, we're going up a dollar. What they're going to say is because we've increased the amount of programming and we've provided more value, we're going to raise the price so that we can continue to do that. So yeah. to me, the number one thing is always about mm. the value that you're yeah. adding, but yeah. you have to know how to communicate it, which is marketing. Right. Uh, there's a bit of psychology in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and also like how much do you go up? Uh, like most companies can usually raise their price by about 10% without people flinching. Mm -hmm. um, and that's in general. So it might vary yeah. depending on your cost, you know, what, what price point you're at now, but like Samara, like if she wanted to increase the cost of her cookies by a dollar, most people probably wouldn't flinch and yeah. she would make some great extra profit. So yeah, uh, that, that's kind of how, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Yeah. 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 That's dope. Because I, I, I Netflix was so polite about raising my um, yeah. thing a dollar. And then I got the season two of the Mandalorian. So I wouldn't be mad about that, dollar. Yeah, that season yeah. two was great. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. yeah, but they but that's but that's exactly what it is. You've got to communicate it well. If you don't, yeah, people unsubscribing, and then especially you know, going back to what we're talking about with the spellman, like not her, but social media. Yeah, 2020, like if you start getting dragged based on your price or bad customer experience, mm -hmm. that's gonna kill your brand. So yeah. you've got you've got to do it right the first time and companies know that hopefully they do yeah so because if you don't you're going to get dragged you're going to get a bunch of one star reviews <clears> on your <throat> facebook and yelp and it's just going to kill your business so you yeah. got to do it the right way so so would you say you know what i'm saying like your appearance you know what I'm saying through the social medias and all that stuff like that so you're would you say that that would weigh a heavy toll on how you price things too as well um, I think that that can have that can play a part in appearances, and uh, but I don't think it's as important. I think it depends on the product. It yeah, depends yeah, on how yeah. You're yeah. yourself. So I think like if you're a content creator and you're selling like a course or something like that, right, or journals or something related, mm -hmm. uh, or if you're a small business who sells a lot through digital channels, then right. Yeah. But depending on who you are, I mean, I, I think social always matters, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it makes or breaks some industries as much. Like if I'm going to buy a Tesla, I don't 
know what's on their Twitter feed or on their LinkedIn or their Facebook page. I really don't. I don't even know if they have one, right? Right. If I want a Tesla. I just know I'm going to save up and I'm going to go buy a Tesla, Tesla. Yeah. because they, they've had other ways, other channels to market and engage. Yeah. But, you know, but others like Wendy's, Wendy's does a great job. At Man. I was trying like to tell Wendy's, you, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, they drag Chick-fil-A, <laughs> Taco Bell. Like, they'll go in yes. on everybody. And that just makes you want to go get some spicy nuggets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, they weren't even on my radar. But, like, I I'm just gonna, wanted- I'm going to get that full for full today. Like, right, 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 right. So it's just like, it's just, so, so it can be used, yes. But, like, yeah. every, everybody's thing is not every marketing channel necessarily. Mm-hmm. So you have to know, like, what your marketing channels are. How are you communicating? Yeah. And then that impacts the perception of your value. Are you, you know, high end or are you not? And there's nothing wrong with not. Walmart makes their money. The Waltons are not hurting for money. So you don't have to be expensive. But yeah. where, but where are you at? Who are you attracting? And, and mm. what's the price? So uh, I want to add to that. Um, so then I'm not saying pricing isn't important, yeah. but I know that marketing plays like into that as well. Yeah. So like, what is kind of like that value or that weight, if you will, because it's like, if I say that I wanted to put something out there for $50, but if I market it well, people would be willing to pay that $50. So then, then it's like, okay, well, what, you know, you already kind of told me the determining factors of what, like what kind of determines price in mm-hmm. that particular, particular niche. But then I guess when you kind of go down to like pricing and marketing, like how they really mesh, like yep. to really get that vision, cast that vision. So here's the first question I would ask you. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if that course you could actually sell for $75 and you were leaving 50% profit on the table? Mm-hmm. Or maybe more, because what if your profit's only $25 per course mm-hmm. and it's 25 to make it and you could therefore double your profits. Mm. That to me is the importance, but pricing is one of the four P's of marketing. So it goes hand in hand with marketing. For me, like I consider myself to be a marketing and pricing consultant. So I focus heavily on pricing, but, um, but, but no, but it is about how you're marketing education, the psychology, all that is marketing in general, you know, your, your product placement, your positioning, all of those different aspects Mm -hmm. of marketing. So you can market something and do well, but what if you're leaving money on the table? Mm. It's called customer willingness to pay. What if they're willing Mm. to pay more for that same thing and Mm. you're missing out? Like I'll give you, okay, I'm gonna give you, I don't know the name, I'm not gonna mention them either because they're not sponsoring this. But there's this good, good, I'll tell y'all offline, there's this good uh, Southern food spot here in Atlanta that is relatively new, like maybe a year old. I, I literally can't remember their name. I call them like three different names combined. (laughs) <laughs> and I never remember. My wife knows what I'm talking about. She's getting us takeout from there tonight, okay? Oh, I want some now. Listen, listen, listen. This is what I'm getting, and people are going to judge me, and I don't care because you just got to listen. I'm just getting some chicken tenders and crinkly fries, which sounds like a kid's meal. But the <laughs> way they cook it, I'm telling you, it is like normally I get catfish, brisket, you know, something like that. But the chicken tenders are so good. It's and we're not talking about Chick-fil-A Jesus chicken. That's good, but this oh, is like yeah. this is like this is like Sunday dinner good. But I, <laughs> but she she pulled up the menu today and I saw they had raised the price of the chicken tender meal to $17 for five chicken tenders and a side of fries. That's it. Guess who paid it though? I was willing to pay for that. <laughs> 
like, hey, hey, the chicken tenders is good. And I paid. I was like, I want some chicken. Because I asked him, like, well, how much is the catfish? It was all, all the dinners are $17. They priced them off. I'm like, to me, the catfish should be more. But then what I started talking about was, but if they price the catfish at $23, now I need a better in-dining experience. Like, that starts yeah. But what if they would have thought, well, we could sense. charge $12 for this? And their mm. costs are the same, but now they're making more profit. So for me, the pricing is important because it's what allows you to expand, to do other things, wow. maybe hire more people, whatever. <laughs> And again, it's not about greed to me. It's about yeah. what are you doing with the profit. So it exactly. can be greed. Like, mm -hmm. like money is not evil. It's the love of money, right? Yeah. So, so, but it can be a tool. So if you're a nonprofit, yeah. that helps you again to do more. But even if you're for profit, what if that allows you to have more of a charitable arm? Or what if it allows mm. you to hire more people or give your employees raises? Yep. Like if you're a small yep. business yeah. and they're hurting right now in 2020, but thank God they haven't been furloughed. But what if what if what if some additional profit allows you to do some more things, paying yeah. off benefits or whatever? Yep. So there's good that you can do with money. It's a tool, and there's decisions too. Some of my clients are like, "We're not going to raise prices right now. It's not a good time. We we want to do that as a give back to our our people." But um, outside of COVID, outside of this funk that we're in right now, right? It's, it's a powerful tool. Uh, so it's about what you do with that extra profit. And bottom line. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Cause yeah, cause whoever that is, y'all want to sponsor, be a sponsor, you know, sponsor this show. All you got to do is send me some chicken strips, right? You know what I'm saying? Cause they as good as he said they is. I gotta come yeah. and get yeah. mine. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. 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 get your cookies. I'll tell yeah. you where hey. it's at. I'm trying Listen. to tell you when we get off Listen. here. I need to know what I'm good. I'll let you. Man. I will let you know. It's over by Spaghetti Junction. It's over uh, by oh, that's over there by me. Oh my See? god. See, it's old. Yeah, but but it's, but it's but yeah, but that but that's the power <laughs> though. That's the power of it. So, like big corporations yeah. know that. Why do you think we spend a thousand dollars for an iPhone? Do you think yeah. like most companies you would think would go our costs to build the iPhone are maybe two hundred dollars, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just mark it up a hundred percent to four hundred and make two hundred bucks. But if right. they can sell it for a thousand, how much more? And then how much? How many more advances now? Android to me, even though I'm not Team Android, I'm Team iPhone. But Android does oh, do a good yeah. job of pushing some stuff out quicker. It's just yeah. buggy. It's just buggy. That's all. Mm -hmm. But they do it first, and that's fine. Not everybody that's first is best. But mm -hmm. you know, but 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 that's kind of the the point. Like, how much are you willing to pay? for mm -hmm. something and what's the value what's the quality there's even different kinds of shoppers like that's part of knowing all this is are your customers more value shoppers are they price are mm -hmm. they uh you know do they want a discount so they might be the type where you say this is the price like a car dealership but you know you want to negotiate something to feel like you've won so yeah. car mm -hmm. dealerships will price in a way to know they're going to give you a thousand dollars off or what depending on how much it is yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. so you feel like you've won and they can get you to sign on the dotted line and drive off the lot and they can make the sale exactly. so they build that in right so mm -hmm. so yeah it's a whole it's a whole psychology it's sales mm -hmm. it's marketing but it's just about the bottom line profitability for businesses yeah just know that you're gonna um be definitely helping me with stuff, <laughs> even with conversation because i think there's yeah. a lot of things that we're really trying to do yeah, that's going to be very, very um, useful information for us. Yeah. As we yeah. Build yeah. Out. Yep. Yeah. Just let me know. I'm yeah. Here. Because it's it's like, you know, I it's a lot of that stuff like that that I don't, I never thought that like comes into play with businesses and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Because yeah. it's like sometimes you just like, ah, oh, man, why, you know, because 
when I was young, I used to ask this question, like, all right, why are they raising the price of this thing, man? I came here and came to ball. I had 57 cents. <laughs> to the T. Right. To the T. Right. I knew how much this cost. Right. I remember when the onions were about You know, like if you went in to get the drink and you left the building, you couldn't get one because they were just like, oh, contamination reasons. So now that's definitely over with COVID. Like there's no more free refills at Chick-fil-A no more. Nah, man. That's it. That's it. Even think about like uh, Starbucks. Like, I don't know if y'all like Starbucks or Dunkin', but you pay twice as much at Starbucks for the same kind of thing. But why? Because of the environment. Like Mm -hmm. the drive through, it doesn't make a big difference. But if you want to go work somewhere.
we look at all that fun stuff and figure out how can we increase the profits through pricing. So it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I got a product uh, that I want to ask you about, Dr. Mike. Yeah. Um, so how would you advise the people that gave us this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Yeezys has been a solid brand, a solid yeah. brand. But uh, if this yeah. is true, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, when I saw these, I thought you will have a firm foundation in the Lord if you wear these because these look <laughs> wide and like these look like like T Rex feet. Like hey. they look like dinosaurs. Like I think the only person that's gonna look good wearing these, I can see Kim Kardashian wearing a nude bodysuit with the blush pink Yeezy 400s, and she'll walk down the street for 10 minutes and have paparazzi take photos. And she's never going to wear them again. And she's never good. And the rest of us aren't going to look good. Like, how are you supposed to drive yeah. your car? How can Barney shoes? Yo, yeah. I'm telling you, you got to have a Maybach. You know what I'm saying? Just to be yeah. able to get places in them shoes. Like, yo, them look, them shoes look like Power Ranger putty feet, man. Like, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the original Power Ranger, you ever seen the putty's feet? Yep. Like that look just like their feet, yo. Yep. And I'm telling you, them shoes are uh uh ugly. Like I yeah. I, I know I'm not, go, pies, if I buy, if I buy them shoes, man. If I buy them shoes and they on my feet, man. <laughs> hey man, I I know I ain't gonna look good in them shoes. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have a bought body to be, you know, have I'm gonna have to go buy me a new body <laughs> to go with those shoes, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean like, I, I think I think it kind of Adidas trying to enter that Balenciaga level, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got, you would have to have an item like that to go with those shoes for it to be a look. I feel, you know what I mean. But the thing is, though, the one thing that has me curious, though, and you know, my friends know I have, I'm not a sneaker head, but I have a sneaker collection a little bit. But wow. what if they're crazy comfortable? Man, I mean, they, got, they better be. It better feel they like they better be. They better feel like a my foot. They will be worn around. They will be house shoes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, oh, not they, in public. That better be. You better have a pair of nimbuses on your feet when you put those, uh, <laughs> when you put those shoes on. You better just be walking around like you're like, yo, it's just like I'm on clouds, man. You know, just yeah. feet so comfortable. And warm, I feel like I got covered by the blanket of the Lord in these <laughs> Look at shoes. them. They yeah. just, it just don't, don't like. It's just the bottom part for me. That's, they it's look just, like they supposed to be fitted with space. They look like shoes. They look they, like that's the shoes they need to wear when they go traveling in SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> like the moon, the moon shoes. Like yeah, the moon jump. shoes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Them SpaceX yeah. shoes right there. Them, I just that, don't understand it. Yeah, ah, man, and I just feel like, like my feet are supposed to be shaped like the ridges at the bottom or something for me to be able to yeah, actually be comfortable. Look like they look like little meringue shoes. Like that's what I said, man. meringue pies. That's what yeah. we call them. Some meringue ah, pies. Man. Hey, I, I know that I like feet you wear back in the day in Adidas was the most comfortable basketball shoes I've ever worn, and then man. like the, the boost you wears with yeah. Adidas boots, those are really comfortable too. So I'm never gonna doubt Adidas on it being comfortable, but is mm. is it gonna be enough of a look to to sell to the masses? I don't think so. I think this is kind of entering like a Balenciaga, 
um, you know, a high label situation. When they coming out? Because I'm going. Don't to know. I think they just put this out there. I think they just leaked this out there to see what people would say about it or yeah. think about it, and then they'll give more details later. I'm going. I'm going to the mall that day. Those who come out, I'm going to the mall. I'm going it's live. Just a, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's step one to the actual release of whatever is happening. They just try to get some conversations. Yeah. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. My the original <laughs> still the best for me. Like the, the, the yeah the original yeah versions yeah those were still the best for me. But yeah 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 yeah. They were mad yeah. comfortable. Yeah. But uh, don't run in them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. But um, freaking Teletubby shoes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what would you suggest? What would be the suggested path for somebody that wants to become a pricing professional? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if there's anybody out there that's interested in it, um, uh, there's an association for pricing called Professional Pricing Society. So they would be the place to check out. Uh, they have a certification that you know teaches you everything you need to know, basically. Uh, most people that are in pricing have different backgrounds. Some, you know, got an mm. undergrad in like business. Some of them have like science backgrounds, like physics, biochem, because yeah. they have more of an analytical mind. Um, again, I mean, I went to seminary. Like there's, so there's different archetypes, if you will. And then some people are more like all up in the Excel sheet. So they're more data nerds. And then there's mm. other people I think, that are a bit more like me that enjoy more of the psychology sales marketing side of it so mm. there's almost like a left brain right brain to it where no matter how your bent is like you could do it and you could learn um yeah. but uh but yeah but i would say that would be a good place there's not many usually in in undergrad and even grad school there's only two two or three grad programs in the u.s that even have a pricing focus for like an mba so it's a small field there's not many people that do it but the earning potential is nice. Uh, like if you go corporate and you don't go out on your own, um, yeah. earning salaries are much higher than average. Um, uh, I would say it's on par or above like a finance or accounting degree. Um, yeah. So it's so it's it's a good uh, it's a good field if someone's interested in it, um, and a lot of room to move up as well right now in it because it's still a newish field like in the last 30 to 50 years so a lot of like fortune 500s are just now building out teams all around this mm -hmm. and then small companies are you know kind of figuring it out yeah it's a good it's a good path if you're into either numbers or sales um it could be it could be a good career path for somebody oh i got you man yeah i, I tell you man if i uh <laughs> ever have a corporation i'm gonna definitely need well you know what got conversate <laughs> and when if people want us to show up to auditoriums and do our show and stuff like that, I need to know how much I need to charge. Right. How, how much we gonna charge for sponsorship? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for listening to live podcast. Like all that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know, everything. when yeah. Spotify when Spotify come knocking on my door like y'all did, uh, yep. Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? I need to know how much how much I'm worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, shoot. yeah, man. Yeah. Good look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. So. uh does anybody else have any more uh, questions? Questions? No, no, I don't have any questions. I just have a comment. Or, I, I, I never really knew, like, what truly went into pricing. 
right? Because mm-hmm. I think we always look at, if you're not a business owner, you're just kind of looking from the customer lens, which you kind of, you know, explain. I just want to get the best deal. I want to see, you know, usually me, I'm very cheap. So it's like, where's the clearance rack? Yeah. I'm not paying. I don't care what store I'm in. I want to pay. I don't want to pay as much as I need to for anything. Yeah. Uh, but I think when you think about a business, there's so many aspects that goes into your why, right? Not just even just product placement where you, the product you're trying to sell, but then even what's that price point? Because yeah. a lot of the times, even you think about like a small business who's trying to put out a a, a soda product versus Coca Cola, right? It's like yeah. it's like okay, well, where's my what's my middle ground? What is, what am I offering that Coke doesn't or yeah. does or where there's yeah. some that we can add into the product that helps people to kind of like relate to kind of like, oh, I, I can kind of like, uh, you know, this this is reminding me of something, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, but they're taking aspects of Coke and trying yeah. to put it to their product to make it that much more visible in the marketplace. And then it's like, okay, but when it is an art marketplace, what is a reasonable price that mm-hmm. I put with that value that I'm creating with my potential customers? that will make them want to buy and be invested. And as I continue to increase my profit margin, they'll continue to put more money into my pocket as a business owner. Absolutely. Like 100%. Like, so even I'll just use Samara's uh, company again as an example, just because they sponsored. But like, even that thinking about like, I love some Publix cookies, right? Like Publix bakery is is good mm-hmm. and quick. But um, knowing that there's no preservatives in Samara's cookies, right? Like knowing that's going to be a bit healthier, maybe for my family and that it's support. I mean, for me, I personally value supporting a small business, especially mm-hmm. a young entrepreneur. Yes. But even, yeah. if it, but even if it weren't like, I mean, I, so I love that it's a 16 year old, but even if it were a 35 year old or a 50 year old who's launching that business, the fact that it's a small business, I value supporting that. Mm-hmm. I value that it's something that you can't just get anywhere. So like, yeah, you can get maybe the type of cookie, but the way it's going to taste like, again, those chocolate walnut were so good. I could see getting, you know, those as a nice present for someone or I'm, I'm thinking of you or whatever. Um, so you value that and then mm-hmm. you choose to go with that organization for that reason. Exactly. And then right too, you brought up a good point, which is building a community, building a tribe mentality, uh, all yeah. that marketing, right? But as you build that up, then it feels like I want to continue to be a part of this. I want to support. We feel that way about like the soap company that we use. It's based out of Douglasville. But they, they went this past year. I didn't work with them, but they went from 200,000 a year in revenue to over 2 million. Just wow. Wow. And, wow. and they really like it's all handmade. It's all, you know, really healthy. And 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 so we use that for our face wash, our body, everything, right? Like we buy all their mm-hmm. products. Yeah. But, but that's supporting and they're shipping nationwide, but that's supporting a, a, a black owned business, a small business. They're mm-hmm. building, they're growing. They just got like a whole factory set up. They've got more employees. So you mm-hmm. want to support that. So when you share the story, yeah. um, not only the quality of the products, but the organization and its values, that's going to create that tribe mentality. And it's going to help people want to invest in, even if they're maybe paying a little more than they might somewhere else. Like, I'm not going to go buy Dove soap because I know that this is even better for me, for my skin, which is mm-hmm. the largest organ on my body. And it's supporting this, this company that's doing really good things. with Right. Profits. So, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, yeah, because even like even just like, you know, like business, small businesses and stuff like that. And I feel like that's like one of the things that we try to do. We try to build up a community of people around, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Us to try to like help us help each other to go forward. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like 
like a conversation had here about the sweets and the things like that and a conversation had here and then people can hear it and they be like oh what are they talking about provide the information you know what yeah. i'm saying and yeah. just like i know a lot of times i see samara she was handing cookies out at a voting station or something yeah. like that Great yeah. cookies and that, like for people that voted and i you know i i just admire her just work ethic for her yeah. own thing and it makes yeah. it, it actually made us want to get behind her you know what i'm yes, saying it's yeah. like yeah, let's let's try to yeah. fool her and make it yeah better. yeah or whatever or because i don't know where 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 you work at mila but or mila right sorry. mila Mella, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. But but I don't even know. But knowing that you that your organization, whether they're nonprofit or this, oh, is we're nonprofit. So C3. our okay. Yeah, so our school is a, a non nonprofit five hundred one c three. But then we do okay. have different student enterprises attached to the school that are for profit. That kind okay. of like that push monies into the right. nonprofit. Yeah. Right, right. But then knowing that you're then able to gift and budget in mm -hmm. all those scholarships that you were talking about in the beginning, right. like that's social enterprise, that's doing something good. So that makes mm -hmm. people want to support what you're doing if they, you know, if they know that that's a part of it. So right. Yeah. Value, right? Like you want a good product, whatever it is, and you want it to do what it's supposed to do. But then when you add in that social enterprise piece, even in a corporate setting, that really does help. So yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. They asked what they asked what soap <laughs> company it was. Can, can I say who it is? I don't know if I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. ahead. Yeah, go it's, ahead. Uh, it's uh Urban Eden is the name. So H E R B N. It's either apostrophe before or after the N. I can't remember. And then Eden, but they're in Douglasville. So if you just search for Urban Eden, um, but they're great. They run their pricing is really good as far as like promotions. Like I'm I, I'm planning on making a whole video over the next month about that's gonna be one of my new pieces of content is kind of what I've seen them doing from the outside. But uh, it's a good company. A lot of our friends use them. I think my wife found them through her doula. So yeah, Urban Eden is the name of the company. They're they're really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, I found. Them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's a it's a it's a apostrophe after the B. Yeah, you know, okay. after the B in Eden. Yep, oh, yeah, I put it. it in the comments. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, dope, yeah. Dope, dope. yeah. So they're, know, they're yeah. good, but yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that's all exciting because I know like us as a company, just the, some of the stuff we've been talking about. Uh, I, I just feel like our mentality toward our podcast has always been, you know, no matter how small we have been, it's like if we're going to put somebody on, we're going to do it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? We're not going to wait till we're big time to nah. help somebody out. Like, right. hey, you know, we had like less than 100 followers on youtube we're gonna put someone on yeah. so they can get youtube followers yeah, yeah. you know what i yeah. mean so as we grow it won't it will be nothing new you yeah. know what i mean so then it's just a matter of uh strategies on how to do that and mm -hmm. you know, yeah so I, that's exciting yeah. and i think other things too is just like things that we can add that adds value to our uh platform outside of just a podcast because even before we actually you know first of all podcast was just darius and stevie i was an added addition later on down the line video was her idea that's the thing yeah, video yeah, yeah. Was video, her idea. we wouldn't have video if, if it was, <laughs> two dudes in a room yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think even with that, it's definitely evolved into, you know, a couple of different ideas that we will have be happy to share with you offline, of course. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like there's different visions that we have that yeah. I feel like can be very impactful if done right. And I think even in this conversation, um, I'm grateful for it. Um, because it's like, yeah. okay, if we really want to do this right, 
we yeah. really want to be able to like put the dollars that we put aside that we're investing into the business to to the use of like how can we make a profit on the right. things that we're really genuinely trying to push out on our platform not just so that we get more listeners on our podcast but that we can create a community of yep. people that's not just in our immediate circle Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That greater impact that you want to make. Yeah. And one of the biggest tips I'll give you there too, and we'll, we can talk later too, but mm -hmm. one of the biggest tips I'll give you there is um, don't always base it on what you think your mm -hmm. people want. So mm -hmm. that's one of the like biggest, like that's usually like day one meeting one when I work with someone is they'll say, well, we think we need to do A, B, C. Like this is what our people, and I'm like, did you talk to them? Did you do any market research? Have you surveyed them? Have you done focus groups? Have you listened to the voice of the customer in your social channels? Have mm -hmm. you done one-on-ones, like anything? It's like, well, no, but we just really think this, like, or we've seen other companies do this. We think they would love it. And it's like, okay, cool. Like might, might be good, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. let's stop, pause, go back a step. And let's actually talk to your current customers, past customers or listeners or donors or whatever the setup is of the organization. Right, right. Let's go talk to some current, some lapsed and some potential. Like let's get a couple different segments going. Let's find out from them what they want. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it might be like, I've had some organizations where it's as simple as like one of them, it was like the newsletter that they sent every month you had to log into the portal to get it. So they would send an email to mm. members saying, hey, here's, you know, the new newsletter's loaded. Here's the link. <laughs> then they got to click the link, log in. So it was only like three or four clicks to get to it, but still. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, but why not just send them it directly? And they're like, exactly. well, like they might share it. Okay, then what's worst case scenario? Somebody says, oh, I want to make sure I get this every month. Let me become a member. Like, like I get, yeah. like I get right. the content, right? Like yeah. everything, everything can't just be out there, but I'm like, out of everything that's in your membership for this organization, the newsletter is like the lowest hanging fruit. Like, yeah. And once they log in, I told them they could literally just download the PDF and email. So like, like you're, what are you making it, you're making it easier for them to share it, but you're also mm -hmm. making it a lot easier for your members to engage, which will keep them involved and feeling like they're getting the value that they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So so that was something that was free. It didn't cost anything. It was just a change in operations and how they did it. Right. Uh, a lot of times though, there are things that it's like, oh, we can invest here or make this or do this. And that'll substantially do something. But sometimes when you talk to people, it's like, it's real simple. Like they'll, they'll tell you what they want or if they're ready to walk. Like if they're mm -hmm. quiet, you know, they're not into it anymore. So mm -hmm. even that, like, that would be my like, one tip is like as you as you throw out ideas, like present them maybe and say, what do you think about this? But also ask, what do you want? It almost mm -hmm. goes back to what we were saying about dating, right? Like, yeah. what's your intent? Like, like do open-ended questions and just talk to them and find out. And then though, then you have to know how to measure if you make these changes, what impact does that have on the business, on your cost, right. on your price, what they're willing to pay on your bottom line profits? Is it worth it? All that jazz. So mm -hmm. Awesome. That's so, great, awesome. Advice. great advice. <laughs> yeah, that's some great advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I appreciate you sharing a little bit of yourself with us. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and I, yeah man. This has been great. I, yeah, thanks yeah, for our, our conversators, you know what I'm saying? I hope y'all learned something too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, man. Been, and the audio, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all be listening and stuff like that. We appreciate everything y'all do, everything y'all show up and everything. Y'all uh thank y'all for supporting us, man. Like for real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I just I don't, I, I want to make sure I say that at, at the end of every show. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank y'all for y'all support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Share more. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Keep sharing with your friends. Keep sharing with everybody out here. We want to be able to get these good uh, conversation out to people, man. For you know, people can learn. They can stretch themselves further and be better from it. You know. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we have come to our, you know, final thoughts segment of the program. Uh, if there's anything you want to plug, or is there something you want to say in summary to everything we've said? Uh, so, what are your final thoughts? We'll start with our special guest. A uh, final thought, Dr. Mike. Uh, I feel like because we've talked so much about entrepreneurship, I'm just gonna put out there that. If you're thinking about doing something like go for it, try it, do it in a way that makes sense, but don't be afraid to to pursue a new career or go after whatever it is that you're thinking about doing or expand. I've seen comments about event companies and, you know, of course, Samara's here and all that. Like, just go for it and do it. Why not you? Mm-hmm. Why can't you do it? If you've got the knowledge, go for it. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's a great way to uh, produce some freedom of time, of possibly money, eventually as you work hard, so that you can do some really great things in your personal life. So uh, go for it and uh, be inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Melody. Oh my gosh, this is a great episode, y'all. I don't know how y'all feel, but I just feel yeah, like from start to finish, this was a really good conversation we've had in a while. Um, not to say that we haven't had the <laughs> our other podcast. No, don't say it to our other guests. Right, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like this has just been some really good conversation around just, I think, I mean, yes, we did kind of, you know, use examples, but I do feel like we got in depth about just topical topics like relationships and worse and different things like that. So I just, I feel like, you know, today was a really good conversation. I just don't know. Like my final thoughts, I guess, would be is just, you know, I guess, you know, kind of just piggybacking off of what Dr. Mike was saying. It's just like, I think, I think he will be a great resource. I think if you weren't listening to the advice that was given or just the breakdown of the importance of pricing, like, even if you're thinking about that, I feel like he would be a really great person. And I'm not saying this because this is sponsored. I'm being paid to say this. Like, this is just because of the conversation we had today. I feel like this will be a great person for you guys to, you know, make the time for. Because if you're going to put out a great product and you want it to, you know, not just for the sake of making money, but you really want to add value to a space, I think it's just important to take the time to, to realize how much you truly are going to be putting out before you get back. And you don't want to just put out dollars just for the sake of putting out dollars because mm-hmm. if that those dollars you're putting out not making a profit, then what are you putting them out there for? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people in when they are starting a business, is like, well, let me try this, let me try that, let me try that. And it's cool, right? We're learning. Uh, but if you're introduced to a resource that can be very helpful, that can eliminate a lot of that, <laughs> then, yeah. you know, I would definitely, you know, take it up. So, so I think before launching anything, take the time to do research. Cause I know my, my, my fault was, you know, I get a really great idea that I get so eager and I jump on it and I put too much out too soon before I think it through on what is that really going to look like? So even just taking your time, work behind the background, work behind the scenes, you know, like sometimes God gives us things in pieces, you know, maybe yeah. he's just giving you this to get excited to move forward and do something. So he can give you another piece of the puzzle. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you know, yeah. like 
I would I would say that's my advice, you know, to an entrepreneur, like have great ideas, but think them through and get a team of people that's going to help you think them through as well. That's going to be able to get your product, your service or whatever the case may be that you're trying to put out there in the right way. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Stephen. Neal. Well, um, I would just say that I want to plug one more important thing, just like the last episode. Voting is tomorrow. Voting starts tomorrow. Um, so uh, as far as the runoff election here in Georgia, I know if you're not in Georgia, then I guess this doesn't apply to you. But uh, get out there and vote uh, once again. Um, and I just want to really just uh, express my appreciation to, you know, the conversators out there who have supported us now through four seasons now um you know two seasons this year you know like because of you know kind of we had a gap in time but um yeah yeah, now we're uh entering season five it's kind of mind-blowing um you know it's just a coincidence that what thursday was like the three-year anniversary of me and darius kind of coming together on this for the first time um brother jazz vic put it out there and, and brought us together Shout out to your frat there, uh, Dr. Mike. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so it's been quite a journey, and Mela coming on. I mean, I want to I want to shout her out too because you know, <laughs> you know, in the same breath, you know, like what started out as a guest in episode four, she just she never left us, and <laughs> then she just threw us on video, you know, like four or five episodes later, just like on a whim. Yeah. And it just kind of opened up our platform. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the talent that we're working with. You know what I mean? You know, that is, you know, that's the kind of talent we're working with. And and just the, you know, adding the guest component, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dr. Mike, you are our like 45th guest. Yeah. Uh, so that is crazy to think about that 40 right. we've done this 45 times with people yeah. that yeah. we mostly know too like we yeah. mostly know some pretty awesome people man right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so uh just to that aspect of it really grew our podcast um mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as not only who listens and looks at it but just like what we do with it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um so just grateful for that. Um, thankful to uh, all the support and looking forward to uh, what's happening in uh, season five and, you know, 2021 in general. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah, like, so that is my game. final thoughts. Uh, so what's your final thoughts? Darius J. <laughs> Jangle. Darius Jangle for the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I like to say, man, like, my final thoughts is y'all know me, y'all know how I do my final thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I try to dig a little bit deeper. And and deep as I can get is always and, and one thing that they've been I've been meditating on this week is just gratitude, man. Like being grateful. You know what I'm saying? Like we we take for granted how much being grateful for things is. And I and and what really kind of made me really think about gratitude it kind of brought it all home was just like even what steven neal posted on our throwback thursday on our, our platform or, um <laughs> and i was just like dang man it it happened like that i was just getting over the flu 
even in oh, that, that whole yeah, time, I, I was like, that. I was sick. And you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, it was snowed in and we was having, you know, so we did church online. You know what I'm saying? And in that throwing those ideas out there and, and then seeing them land somewhere, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a true blessing, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like every step of the way, you know, God has been, you know, showing and orchestrating our life to to weave something great together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like everything that we do, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's, it, it has gotten better, even with adding Mella, you know what I'm saying? And having Stephen Neal dive deeper into his gifts, because just like a lot of the stuff that you see visually and stuff like that, and that's Stephen Neal, man, like, you know, he made, he helped making my wall look a little bit better back there. You know <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I'm grateful for that, man. I'm grateful for Mella, you know what I'm saying, everything she don't add, and she she opened up our minds to kind of just think, hey, think big picture. You're thinking, like, small, but you can, we can think this big, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And just, like, having it, seeing everybody's skills kind of come together, like, you know, Voltron, and it's just making something bigger and better than, you know, just us ourselves, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and grateful for having guests that will come through and, you know, agree to come sit with us and share <laughs> part of their lives. We're grateful for you guys, man. And y'all really helped make this podcast what we, we thought it could be. You know what I'm saying? And and I just pray that, you know, season five just open up, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. uh, way more doors, you know what I'm saying? To help people see inside different people's lives, help us to bring, you know, more content to you guys. And then really, um take off with conversate you know what i'm saying and i i pray you know i hope that the conversators you know what i'm saying enjoy this content that's why we're trying to be better you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and try to be more focused and i'm grateful for it all like i'm grateful mm-hmm. like it's just i i couldn't ask for a, a a bigger blessing than what i have before me now and i you mm-hmm. know and because just like gratitude helps you take in the things that you're sitting on you know it helped you to be in the moment you know what i'm saying because yeah. a lot of times you you keep going around aimlessly you know what i'm saying and you don't and people you know i tend to hear some people complain and i just be like all right man but you are way further than you were yeah five years ago you know right. what i'm saying like your life is different because if you was living in what you say you came from five years ago you you might have had something to complain about but right now you know what i'm saying you just couldn't get your teeth from uh um uh, uh, caribou coffee today something like that you know right. what i'm saying so but just you know what i'm saying that's how we gonna continue to grow and continue our hearts to grow and to bring people in if you're not grateful for what you're doing and grateful for the life you live yeah very hard to make an impact because people don't see any light in you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're not grateful. So, mm-hmm. you know, practice gratitude on y'all walks this month, week, day, hour, minute. Be grateful. Yes, yes, y'all. So we are, this one's in the books. Yes. Uh, yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. If 2021 don't go how you want it to go, just remember you you left 2020. You know, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying. So you know, you made it out of 2020. The the the, the best is yet to come. You know what I'm saying. Yep. I, yeah. I see plenty of people take lemons and make lemonade during this time. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's super encouraging. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been super encouraging. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even no stream yard was a thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. So now, and, right. And that was and that was my my supervisor used Streamyard, and I was like, this is this is dope. We should try to integrate that mm -hmm. into our platform because we was using Zoom at first. But right. this with this, you can interact with the audience more. Yeah. We don't have to have one phone open on Facebook <laughs> and yeah. trying to figure out who's, <laughs> who's, who's commenting, adding yeah. it on the conversation. We can all manage it from here. And this is not yeah. now Streamyard. You hear this right? Because I know y'all monitoring y'all social channels. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want us to sponsor you. We look forward yeah, to talking to you soon. Let us know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got you. This is not a sponsor episode by Streamyard. Just let you know that. I ain't gonna sponsor you for free because y'all don't let me use it for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a wrap, man. This was conversation. You know what I'm saying? We thank y'all. We love y'all. Have safe holidays. We out. Up oh, and don't forget, season five premieres on January 10th. Oh yeah. And our special guest, we're just going to go ahead and say it so people can yeah. anticipate it. Mike S., everybody. Mike yes. Sanders. Um, Mike artist, S. producer. He does a lot, man. And we're going to talk to him. Um, and I got a little flyer to show y'all. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Mike. <laughs> right, the, fifth season, the fifth season starts January 10th, 4 p.m. Exactly. So get your computers ready and pay your phone bills and pay your internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my we goodness. coming to y'all January 10th, 4 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Easter Standard Time. Everybody else, you got your own time. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> we're going to learn these time zones, Darius. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> I, I, know, I know Central. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. But yeah. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night. <laughs>